Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. John Jastrzemski. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. And Sports Radio 66 FM. Hour number two. It's 8.03 here on this Thursday evening. It's JJ. Tachi Stremski. We're taking you through the next three hours right here on the fan. Get aboard at 877-337-6666. And I think anybody who's listening to this show knows I bleed orange. I'm a Q's guy through and through. And this guy is going to join us is one of my favorite Q's players, hands down. Played with all sorts of swagger. I'll never forget being courtside at the Big East tournament. He's jumping on the table. And I still think the shot was good, by the way, even though I don't care what the red light might have told me. Regardless, that shot will always be good for me. And listen, kind of glad in a way it wasn't because we got six overtimes out of it. Now he's getting ready for the tournament. So he's getting ready to hoop it up once again. Let's welcome in the Q's legend, Eric Devendorf. Devo, it's John Jastrzemski. What's happening, brother? How you doing, man? Guys, I appreciate you having me on. My pleasure. Eric, far too kind, man. And listen, for a guy who suited up at Syracuse, feels like yesterday, and all you need to know, Eric, is when you were suiting up, I was a student. So, you know, it feels like yesterday, but it was a long time ago. How refreshing is it for you to be a part of the tournament, to get back on a basketball court, to be playing competitive basketball with a bunch of guys who bleed orange? Oh, man, I love it. I mean, I just love the game of basketball. I love to compete. Um, and I love to compete with my orange brothers. I mean, um, you know how Syracuse is. It's a family, and, um, you know, they make me feel like I'm still a part of the, uh, the team right now, even though, you know, I've been out since 2009. So uh, I'm just looking forward to getting out there, um, competing with my orange brothers and, uh, you know, going after that money. You know, Eric, I'll never look at you as a guy who's got to keep up with the youngins because when I think about your handle and I think about your athleticism back to your college days, you absolutely had it. But now you're seeing guys like Malachi Richardson come in and some of the younger players throughout. Do you feel like, you know, you got to, like, up your game knowing you got, like, these guys fresh out of the NBA getting ready to play in this thing? 
you know, one thing about me is that, you know, I, I'm going to stay working. You know, I'm, I'm always in the gym. I'm always making sure my body's right. I'm eating right. Um, you know, I just learned how to take care of myself um, as I get older and, and the little things that you really need to do to, um, you know, stay in the game. So, um, you know, more so I'm worried about myself than everyone else. I'm And like you said, speaking of Malachi and those younger guys, I'm happy we have them, you know what I mean, because we have a good mixture of, um, you know, some veter- veteran guys, some guys who have the experience, and then, um, you know, bringing in some young fresh legs as well um, to help us out. So um, I'm excited about it, man. I'm excited to get out there. Um, like I said, I've been I've been working out. I've been in the gym. I'm ready to go. Um, so let's get after it. Eric, obviously it's been the craziest couple of months for everybody. 2020 a year, I think we all want to, like, wipe away, but here we are. You know, we're halfway through. Did you or any of the fellas – have any concerns about playing in this tournament with everything that's going on with COVID-19? I mean, you know, at first you do, you're, you're cautious about it. Um, but I think TBT has done an excellent job of covering all the bases. Um, you know, I had to get tested two times before I came here. And then right when I got here to the hotel, I had to get tested again. And now we're in quarantine until tomorrow morning until the, um, you know, test results get back. So um, it's made me feel a lot more comfortable about being here. Um, you know, just knowing that they're really taking it serious. Um, but, you know, besides all that, I love to play ball, man. And um, like you said, these last three, four months, it's been tough for everybody. Um, so I think a lot of people are really looking forward to um, July 7th, 4 p.m. on ESPN, um, you know, getting some Q's basketball going, some older Q's guys, some younger Q's guys. Um, and, you know, they'll be gathering with their family and friends. Um, hopefully social distancing. Um, but, uh, you know, we're ready to roll, man, and I'm, I'm super excited. Eric, I love it, man. And listen, when I'm doing a radio show that night, I will have it front and center on my TV. I'll have my real men wear orange shirt, bro. I'll be like I'm in the carry and throw them all over again, man. And for you, you mentioned the idea. You're playing with young Q's guys. You're playing with some older Q's guys, a couple of your former teammates. But as you guys are, like, all congregating together, who is, like, the one guy that, like, Eric Devendorf has, like, the most amount of chemistry with who's playing on this TBT team? Oh, no question, Demetrius Nichols. I mean... Ah, oh, it's my he, man! You and D-Nick! I love it, yeah. man! So, you and D-Nick... So, like, you guys basically just pick it up right where you left off, basically? Absolutely. Well, you know, we're both in the Syracuse area, and every summer, um, you know, we work out and train together, um, and we have a great friendship, and... You know, I came in as a freshman, and, uh, you know, I, I got to play with D for two years, and we really just, uh, you know, had a great relationship then and, um, and still now. And, um, you know, what we feed off of each other, like, he really um, pushes me, and, uh, you know, I do the same from him. And, um, again, man, we have a great relationship. And, and, you know, we're two of the older guys of the group, so we're we're two of the, you know, veteran leaders. So, um you know, I, and me, I think I'm a little bit more vocal than he is, but um, that's that's definitely my guy right there. And you know, he didn't play last year, so uh, I'm just glad to have him back on the team. It's it's uh, it's big for him to be playing. We got one of my favorite Q's players ever, Eric Devendorf. He joins us here on the Fantasy. He's getting ready for the TBT. And Devo, I know our audience, New York City. We know a thing or two about Jim Beheim throwing a tirade. And I always tell the young broadcasters that's like <laughs> the badge of honor. 
when you would go and report for one of the games and you would get like this scolding from Jimmy Beheim. Like, it's like if you can get it from Beheim and get through that, yeah, you're going to be fine. You're going to have no problems. So, was that like the roller coaster of emotions for like an 18, 19, 20 year old college player dealing with this iconic Hall of Fame coach? Like, describe to the audience your overall takeaway for playing for Jimmy Beheim. Uh, well, first of all, it was just an honor to be able to play for the Hall of Fame coach now that I look back. Back then when, you know, I'm 18, 19 years old, I'm thinking he should bow down to me. You know what I mean? That's just, you know, that was my mentality. Well, that was the Syracuse campus. Come on, Devo. Once, right. once Terry McNamara <laughs> left, that was it. We we're all bowing down to you, bro. Come on now. No, it was it was awesome, man. It, you know, I, I was a confident player, especially being young. But um, I was fortunate enough to be able to, not only play for coach, but be on the coaching staff as well. So I kind of got to see both sides and, and really see how much knowledge that Coach Bayham has, being in those meetings, you know, breaking down the film sessions. Now I got to see what he was saying about me, talking about the players and all the stuff he had to say. So, um, you know, super blessed to be able to play for him. And I really just learned one thing that I really took away from him is, uh, you know, patience and composure. Like, you know, there'd be times, um, you know, when I was playing and when I was on the coaching staff that we get in tight situations. And, um, you know, at times when you might see a coach get flustered, uh, he's calm as ever and just a cool demeanor, just right up to play, boom, go out there and execute. So, um, you know, that's one thing that it really taught me was patience and um, to be able to keep that calm and cool demeanor even when, you know, stuff starts to get really intense. Devo, I'll never forget, man, sneaking out of school my senior year of high school when you, Jerry McNamara, were taking on the number one UConn Huskies and Jerry put on <laughs> one of the best performances. He had this Cincinnati shot the day before, and that's why me and my buddies, and I knew I was going to Cuse at the time, I'm like, there's no way in the world I'm missing this game. So snuck out, didn't have baseball practice that day, and I'm so glad we did. Take me through what that was like. Did you guys kind of get a sense, and you played great in that tournament, Nick and Terrence Roberts played great in that tournament. But did you guys feel like you were watching Superman for a couple of days in GMAC? Well, you know what? GMAC's another one of my real good uh, friends. And we had, you know, he really took me under his wing um, my freshman year. Uh, him being a senior leader and one of the best players in the country, um, he really made me feel comfortable out there on the court. Um, and we, you know, our chemistry, it clicked right away. And um, so I wasn't surprised at what he was doing out there, man. He's, you know, he plays with, um, you know, a chip on his shoulder and, um, you know, a demeanor where he's just going right at your throat. You know what I mean? And um, when he's on and when he has that look in his eyes, you know, it's, it's game time. And, you know, we kind of just followed suit. Um, that whole tournament was unbelievable. Like you said, that first game against Cincinnati, he splits the defender and then hits a, uh, you know, a one-foot running, you know, running three with, to win the game. Then he hits the big. Um, it was beyond NBA uh NBA range against UConn, then obviously, um, you know, the pass against Georgetown and then and then the championship against Pittsburgh. So uh, unbelievable run. And, and, you know, that year, that year he was getting a lot of, uh, you know, catching a lot of slack saying he wasn't, you know, he was injured and he wasn't playing good. And, you know, after that tournament, they had the overrated shirts and he put it on. So um, it, I was super happy for him, man. Just, you know, all the hard work that he put in, you know, that senior year. Um, you know, just he's an unbelievable player, and um, he helped me, um, you know, that year to be able to do what I did in my career at Syracuse. 
I knew you wanted those overrated t-shirts. I don't know what happened to mine. I think it's like faded too many times at the gym or whatnot. But I still have I still have my marathon men shirt, which we'll get to in a minute. You know Jerry well, Eric. Do you think yeah. he has the makings of being a top flight college head coach when that time comes? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he knows the game. Um, you know, in and out X's and O's and uh, again, when I was on staff um, at Syracuse, um, I was able to see him, um, you know, just in action, just talking to the team. And it was like he was a head coach. You know what I mean? He didn't he didn't skip a beat um, going through the scouting reports, you know, going through the personnel. Um, you know, he's he's sharp. He's sharp with it, you know, and he's relatable to the players. You know, he's been through it um, being a top player at Syracuse and, and then obviously going to play professional. So um, he gets that credibility from the players. But um, and, and, you know, it, it's just kind of funny in college basketball, man. You just never know. Um, you know, you just kind of have to uh, be a little bit lucky and it has to be right timing. But um, his time will come. He, he'll definitely get an opportunity. And when he does, I know he's going to take advantage of it. Devo, you got to take me through this six-overtime game. And I'm there. I'm reporting for AER at the time. We snuck down courtside, which is the best decision I've ever made in my life. Don't ask how. <laughs> I stole a seat from, like, a Pittsburgh reporter. We were supposed to be in the boondocks of the old garden. I'm so glad I did. And I was right in front of you when you jumped on the court. You hit that shot. I'm watching it live. And maybe it was my heart talking, and I thought it was good at the end of regulation. But how tough was it for you and your teammates <laughs> thinking you had won the game, finding out you got to play overtime against this great Connecticut team with Tabit and Kemba and Adrian and all these guys. Like, was that tough as far as, like, getting your composure back and knowing you got more basketball to play? You know what? It, I don't think it was real tough like that. It was kind of just like, all right, well, let's get right back to it. You know I mean? We, we got a game to win. And, you know, it helped that we were playing against UConn. That was one of our biggest rivals. And then – you know, the stage was set, New York City, Madison Square Garden, ESPN, Big East Tournament. You know, everything was set up for, for it to be a perfect game like that. And it just so happens that, um, you know, we went into six overtimes, and it was, in my opinion, and in my opinion is right, that it's the greatest college basketball game of all oh, time. Oh, you're right about that. And, Eric, I've been to World <laughs> Series games, bro. I've been, uh, I've been to some unbelievable sporting events. That tops the list for me. Hands down, no questions asked. That tops the list. And, you know, in all these years, right, like we had the 10-year anniversary of it, which is crazy. That's got to be really cool, right, to know that you were a part of a game that will live forever in the history of the sport. I mean, unbelievable. You know, I still get questions about it, you know, all the time. And in the Syracuse community, that's the first thing that they ask me. Hey, you remember when you jumped up on the table? Absolutely, I remember. Cause I, and, and you know what? I thought the shot counted, too. Um, obviously because I wouldn't have turned and, and jumped up on the table and started screaming all types of um, obscenities. But uh, you know what? I'm glad it didn't count because we wouldn't be talking now about it. You know what I mean? It, it, it was like the setup for the drama. You know, the shot didn't count. Now we're going to one overtime. Now two, now three, now four, now five, now six. And, um, you know, you, you go through those old videos of the game. You see guys, their hands on their knees. I mean, we got walk in, walk-ons coming in to – to play so it was like one through 12 everybody um you know had a part in that game winning and um it was cool because that group uh was so focused you know each overtime it, it we weren't even thinking about losing it was just like all right let's keep going let's get to the next and then if you guys remember the next day we go into overtime again versus versus west virginia west virginia so, and beat them 
I remember that. It, it, exactly. So it's like we played three games in, in, in two days or something like that. But um, what an unbelievable ride. And, and, yeah, man, just super grateful to be a part of that because like, we're going to be talking about it forever, you know. You're not wrong about that. You miss Cuse in the Big East? Oh, absolutely. That's I mean, that's where they belong. I mean, I, I miss the real Big East. I mean, it was, you know, my first year when I got – uh, got in that was the first year they um they added on so they added like cincinnati marquette depaul um south florida so it it really even took a whole nother level because now because now marquette and depaul these guys they're they're getting a little bit better and we already had the pittsburgh villanova yukon you know teams like that but you know that's the real big east when you when you think about the big east you think about you know georgetown villanova syracuse pittsburgh yukon you know what i mean and and i get it it's you know, it's a lot of different things that go into play with football and the money, um, you know, transitioning to the ACC. But um, nothing like that old Big East, man. You know, I, I believe it was, you know, one of the best conferences ever assembled. I miss it, too. Eric, before we get you out of here, man, I really appreciate the time. You've had a real great and very interesting basketball life. What's next for you? Yeah. You're still playing. That's great. You've been involved in coaching. Do you see yourself down the road as a guy who's coaching college basketball and teaching the game? You know what? I wouldn't mind at all. If the opportunity comes up, I'll definitely look into it. You know, right now, these past, uh, you know, eight, nine months, um, I've been doing my own thing. I got my own, uh, you know, training facility at ED23 Hoops, and I've just been doing, uh, you know, individual training camps, clinics, obviously, um, you know, everything kind of slowed down with the with the virus and, and stuff like that. But I just like teaching the game. I, I just love being around the game. Um, and then I love giving back. So if I can give back through the game of basketball, um, I mean, that's awesome. And I'm going to continue to, um, you know, stay involved as, as long as I can. And, um, you know, I think if I continue to do this and just share my knowledge of the game, something will open up, It'll, an opportunity will arise. And, um, you know, I'll look at it and, see if it's good for me and my family and, um, you know, just go from there. But right now I'm really just enjoying what I'm doing, uh, you know, kind of sharing my knowledge of the game and back to the younger generation. And, and like you said, I can still play a little bit. So, um, you know, I like to get out there and, and, and uh, you know, still compete a little bit as well. That a boy. That's the spirit. And, Eric, I can't wait to watch. So July the 7th is the first game? Yeah, July 7th at 4 p.m. we play on ESPN. Hey, I love it, man. Listen, go kill it. And you could tell Belby, by the way, who I love, who's one of my agents. He's one of the best. This is one of the few times throughout the year where I, I can be, you know, down the list. You don't got to worry about getting back to me. Business is at hand, and Bayheim's Army got to go win a championship. So you could tell him I told him that, okay? Absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys. Eric, listen, I appreciate you, man. Go get him, all right? Appreciate the time, all right? All right, man. Take care. There you have it. That's Eric Devendorf, one of my favorites at Syracuse. All sorts of swagger. I mean, you talk about a guy who could get after it. Eric Devendorf could get after it. Big-time player. So he's playing in this TBT tournament, playing for $2 million. He's representing Bayheim's Army. You know who I'm rooting for. I mean, listen, make no apologies. I bleed orange. You guys know that. It's 820 here on this Thursday evening. That was a fun spot. It's JJ, John Zestrzewski. We're right here on the fan. Get aboard at 877 877- 337-6666. We get back to your calls, your reaction. They're coming up next. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. 
Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.